Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Growing Forward Together. My name is Kenita Skripsma, and I'm the founder and CEO of SEMA Global Consulting. We are an organization that is passionate about inclusion through understanding culture. And we do that through transformational coaching, workshops, and uh, one-on-one leadership development opportunities or group activities. And so if you would like to know more about what we do, please um, visit our website at www.semaglobalconsulting.com. And we would love to hear from you. There's a contact page there, and you will also have the opportunity to sign up for my blog. um, And you'll also find the links to the podcast at the website. So I look forward to hearing from you. From time to time, we do have interviews, and I look forward to um, considering a conversation with you if you are interested in being interviewed on my podcast. All right. So for today, um, the topic is imposter syndrome. Who am I really? Hmm. What are you thinking about right now? About who you are? About maybe discovering who I am in this podcast? Well, I figured no better way to talk about living authentically than sharing my experience and my story. So I am so passionate about being authentic. And yet this notion of imposter syndrome is something I keep facing in my roles as a business owner, a speaker, and a podcast host. For those of you who know me personally, you know that I am really passionate about being authentic. And I just want to be me. And there's only one of me, which is probably a good thing. Um, So why live a story that reflects somebody else instead of just living my own story? So the more I learn about my business and the various aspects of it, the more I am challenged to live into them authentically. And it is a challenge because I have that opportunity every day to either live authentically or not. And you have the same choice in your story. The struggle is real. So I've spoken to many individuals over the years, and I continue to discover that they are comfortable in living as an imposter. They're comfortable, and they feel like it's a reality in and of itself. Not for me. I don't even like the phrase, fake it till you make it. You see, if I want to live my story authentically, why would I fake anything? Would you? What does living authentically mean to you? Like I said earlier, I would love to connect and have a conversation with you about this. If you are interested, you can reach me through the website. But yes, let's connect about what does it mean to live authentically to you? Years ago, I learned um, through some various relationships and situations that some people who said they accepted me for who I am really only wanted their version of me. Because as I was growing and learning more about myself and what it meant to live authentically, they didn't stick around. And that's when I learned. They only wanted their version of me. They didn't want the real me. Now, don't get me wrong. I think many of them were saying that they wanted the real me. But when their real me was here, they bailed. So I'm okay with that. I've learned. I've grown. I've moved on. And I've also done some personal work to maybe clean up and clarify some of the rough edges. So when we want our version of someone else, it's based on their role or their title. We are, in fact, potentially feeding their imposter self or 
perhaps even a fake identity that they've created. That's what I like to call it, a fake identity. That's what it is, right? Imposter self, fake identity. Is that you? Are you fake? Are you being an imposter? Now, if I can just clarify something, I think all of us go through this in our own journeys. As we move from being children to young adults to into being adults, I guess, and continuing to adult, if you will, we're always being challenged to live authentically or put on a persona that maybe we feel more comfortable in. Is that you? I've also thinking that expectations play a huge role on both sides of a relationship, be it personal or business. Whether there are expectations put on us or we have expectations of our own, realistic or not. So how does one fight the imposter syndrome? You know, that fake identity? And not let it grow roots in our story. That's really my hope for you, that you would understand and appreciate your identity, where it's rooted, and maybe if there are any elements to it that feel fake, that you do the work you need to do to live into truth and be honest, first with yourself and then with those around you, if you need to. Here are a few ways that have worked for me that I would like to share. You may have your own, so again, please, let's connect and share them. I always love to learn from others and how they've learned to live into their authentic story. So here's the first one. You don't know what you don't know, but the question is, are you willing to learn? If you look at the blog post that I built on the website, you'll see some graphics along with this topic that might help you gain a better perspective of what I'm talking about. So you don't know what you don't know, but the key being, are you willing to learn? What are some aspects of your role that you need to learn about? Perhaps through a mentor or written resources that give you specific direction. You see, knowledge is important, but having the motivation to implement will take you a lot further. You see, I wear a lot of hats and have many responsibilities. So I have had to learn about each one of them along the way. In most of the areas I learned that even though it was fun to have a title or two, the learning behind the scenes would grow me deeper in ways I didn't expect, good ways and not so great ways. Every time I learned something new, it seemed to expose something newer and something different and something deeper and something more important. Learning to live into your own story and maintaining authenticity takes time, surrender, learning, and being gracious to yourself and to those around you. If you don't do the work, you will continue to live into your insecurities, challenges, and the expectations of others. And worst of all, your own false expectations. Trust me, I've been there. All right, the second point. The second thing I've learned is, and I've, I've used to um, kind of fight off my imposter self, was this. Acknowledge the negative messages and replace them with the truth, right? We all know what those messages are. We all have them. We might not want to admit it, but that's how our stories have been written. 
People have spoken over us. People, people have spoken into us. People have spoke about us. So acknowledge those negative messages and replace them with the truth. In essence, you're rewriting the narrative. You see, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what messages are influencing your heart and mind that are coming out of your mouth and are reflected in your image? Let me say that again. What messages are influencing your heart and mind that are coming out of your mouth and are reflected in your image? Yeah, that happens to all of us. But again, we have a choice. When we entertain thoughts like doubt, insecurities, inabilities, low self-esteem, fear, rejection, etc., we allow the voices that have spoken them over us to distract us from the identity we were meant to have. Negative feelings about ourselves are like a phone number. Certain people in our lives know that number and they dial it. The problem occurs when we answer that phone call, if you will, and get into a dialogue that feeds our imposter mindset. And the dialogue is all mental for the most part. Or we have those thoughts on speed dial the minute we are in a similar situation. These are known as triggers. We eventually feel defeated and stop innovating to a better place. The solution? Please stop accepting their calls and delete the messages. You can do it. I did. You see, as a young mom, <laughs> a few decades ago, I struggled with the above mentioned messages that held a clear path to specific people, meaning I knew exactly who spoke those over me when I was a child and as a young teenager. When I started SEMA Global Consulting a few years ago, many of those messages came knocking. But guess what? I didn't answer. Even though learning to be a mother and building a business sound completely different, they weren't. They had this in common. Someone or something was growing while I was growing myself. Because I had learned to overcome those messages from years past, I knew I couldn't maintain that position. I'm sorry, I knew I could maintain that position now. I did the hard work then, and now I continue to do it. So can you. Are you willing to, is the question. You're capable of doing the hard work. Start at the smallest step and work your way up. You will get the results that you want as well if you choose to take a different road. Learn to acknowledge those negative messages and replace them with the truth. It is so rewarding and so freeing. All right, number three. Understanding your own cultural bent prevents you from assimilating to the point of losing sight of who you are. Yep, I went there. I told you I was passionate about cultural understanding. It's so important. The race conversation is crucial, but the cultural conversation helps us get beyond skin color and appreciate individuals for who they are and who they're created to be. On the blog site, you'll see a visual of the cultural iceberg. I encourage you to go over and check it out and see what points I've written there. So when we assimilate, we are showing acceptance of a new culture we are in. However, 
there is a tipping point unique to each individual. Those of us that have immigrated from other countries understand the struggle of assimilation. You see, I'm a firm believer of when in Rome, do as the Romans do, but to a point. For those of you who don't understand, that's a euphemism. That's something that we do that's common in this culture. Personally, I got to that point, the struggle, the tipping point, through a series of painful experiences years ago that made me realize that I had assimilated into the Dutch and American culture to the point of losing sight of who I was created to be. I say Dutch and American because I married a Dutch American and we live in the USA and I myself am East Indian who grew up in Canada. Yep, lots of diversity in our home, all right. However, as with most things in my life, I was determined to change that track. The one that said I didn't fit and I didn't belong. The one that made me feel like I was at the tipping point. I was determined to change that track because I wanted different results. I got different results, all right. Although we experienced greater unity and diversity in our marriage and our family and some of our friendships, I experienced more rejection from others because I was showing up as different, air quotes, to them when they had gotten used to me as the same. Again, air quotes, as them. I would say that in this area, again, some people wanted their version of me. The more I practiced my cultural bent, the more I grew in confidence and the more authentic and freer I am able to live. You might think that I'm being a little braggadocious in this space, but I gotta be honest with you, I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm simply taking the opportunity to celebrate the hard work, celebrate the rewards that come from living authentically, the joy, the contentment that I'm able to experience and I share all of that for you to experience the same in yours. I hope that my sharing today has helped you be encouraged in your journey to live authentically if you aren't already. And if I could add this on here as well, when I talk about assimilation, um, I will be hosting a special podcast interview in September about this topic of assimilation. You definitely don't want to miss it. I am passionate about authenticity. I'm passionate about culture. And I'm passionate about living into my story. That is who I really am. I hope that by listening to this talk today that you have been encouraged in your story. Perhaps you've uncovered places in your story that you are living as an imposter or living fake. I'm here to listen. I'm here to talk. I'm here to encourage. So if you want to reach out and connect, I'd love to further this conversation with you. And if there was anything I said that was not clear, I look forward to hearing from you as well on that. So here's to growing forward together and learning to live authentically. Thanks for joining me and have a blessed day.